A family friend and listener to this podcast told me about an unpleasant experience she recently had at a big box retail store that got me thinking about climate change. Now, it's not the climate change we hear environmentalists and politicians talk about. I'm talking about relational climate change. How the climate in a room changes when parents fail to discipline their children and how it improves when they do. Continuing our Thankful in November series, today's episode is about how we can be thankful for parents who discipline their children because of how it improves the relational climate we live in. But before we get into all this, here's a word from Carol. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. As with every episode, our purpose today is to help you find more joy in the relationships God designed for you. I think most of us at one time or another experienced what a listener to our podcast went through recently while in the checkout line at Walmart. A father in front of her had a toddler strapped in his cart, while another young child, standing at his side, engaged in all manner of behavior to irritate the kid in the cart. Yeah, we've seen that a lot before, haven't we? The poking and taunting of the toddler elicited back and forth yelling between the two kids. Now, What do you think the father did about this? You guessed it, nothing. He did nothing. It got so irritating to our listener friend that she stepped out of line, abandoned her cart, and went across the street to a grocery store to buy the same items she left behind at Walmart. The climate change between the two stores was palpable. From chaos at Walmart to peace and calm at the grocery store. No undisciplined kids creating tension for fellow shoppers. The sad thing for me about stories like this is that it's not the kid's fault. It's on the parents for failing to discipline their children. The dad in this case needed to go sit on a chair in the timeout corner. That's for sure. Having raised two kids of my own with my wife, and then watching them parent their own children, I've learned a few things about disciplining kids. I'll start with this. Parents who discipline their children well when they are younger will have to discipline them much less when they're older. And if you don't discipline them as teenagers, you get adults like Meghan Markle who's at the epicenter of family dysfunction in Britain's royal family. I saw a report from Meghan Markle's father who said that he regrets not disciplining his daughter when she was a child. I gave her everything she wanted, he said. I never said no. Hmm. You know, parents are sometimes reluctant to discipline their kids because they want their kids to like them to not be upset with them. They want their children to view them as a friend. 
Well, children don't need you to be their friend. They need you to be a strong parent to teach them the most important thing they need to know as a young child, and that is to obey. The main job of young children is to learn to obey. Oh my, there's so much disobedience out there. But it doesn't have to be that way. Years ago, I attended a week-long conference featuring Christian counselors Larry Crabb and Dan Allender. During a Q&A session, someone asked Crabb for parenting advice. Well, it was the first time I saw him without having a quick comment, because he paused for a moment to, to gather his thoughts and said, he said something along the lines of this, I'm not a parenting expert by any stretch of the imagination. All I can tell you is that the main task of a parent is to drive foolishness out of the heart of their child. Stick with that and you'll do fine as a parent. Let that sink in for a minute. The main task of a parent is to drive foolishness out of the heart of a child. You know, it's taken from Proverbs 22.15 in the Bible. You know, if there was ever a comment to illustrate the phrase, easier said than done, it would be Crab's comment. Parenting is really hard work. Kids wear you down over and over again. They push you to your limits of patience. That's for sure. If I were ever to write a parenting book, I would entitle it Parenting by a Thousand Paper Cuts. How many times do you have to say no? How many times do you have to pit your will against your child's will? It's so much easier at times to give in to your kids' disobedience, to raise your voice at them with no attendant consequence for their disobedience. It's just easier sometimes than fighting with them about what they want to do. Another thing I've learned about parenting is that when a child disobeys, A negative consequence for the child is called for. Just raising your voice out of frustration for the child not obeying you just won't cut it. A parent's job in dealing with disobedience is to introduce some form of pain into their life. I'm not talking necessarily about physical pain. You know, depriving them of something they enjoy usually works. And every kid is different in this regard. It's not rocket science. Think about what they like and take it away from them. That's a great negative consequence to disobedience. So, this also raises the question, what does God say about discipline? Through Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, God has a number of things to tell us about discipline in the book of Proverbs. I count ten verses dealing with discipline of children. The first five are directed to children themselves, the recipient of parental discipline. If you have kids, you might want to share these verses with them. It likely won't register with your kid at the moment you need to discipline them. Instead, share these verses after the storm of misbehavior passes and relational calm returns. So, with regard to children and what their attitude should be toward discipline, Solomon says the following. This is in chapter 1, verse 8. My child, 
When your father corrects you, don't neglect your mother's instruction. Chapter 4, verses 1 through 2. My children, when your father corrects you, pay attention and learn good judgment, for I am giving you good guidance. Don't turn away from my instructions. Chapter 6, verses 20 to 23. My son, obey your father's commands and don't neglect your mother's instruction. Keep their words always in your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, their counsel will lead you. When you sleep, they will protect you. When you wake up, they will advise you. For their command is a lamp and their instruction is light. Their corrective discipline is the way to life. Chapter 12, verse 1. To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. Yeah, it's stupid. (laughs) And then chapter 13, verse 1. A wise child accepts a parent's discipline. A mocker refuses to listen to correction. As for parents, here are principles from Proverbs to keep in mind about why it is so important for them to discipline their children. Chapter 13, verse 24. Those who spare the rod of discipline hate their children. Those who love their children care enough to discipline them. Chapter 22, verse 15. A youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but physical discipline will drive it away. Yeah, this is a sum total of Larry Crabb's philosophy that I mentioned earlier about parenting. A youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but physical discipline will drive it away. Chapter 23, verses 13 through 14. Don't fail to discipline your children. The rod of punishment won't kill them. Physical discipline may well save them from death. Chapter 29, verse 15. To discipline a child produces wisdom, but a mother is disgraced by an undisciplined child. And then finally, chapter 29, verse 17. Discipline your children and they will give you peace of mind, and so will make your heart glad. Yeah, I like all of this. So what does all of this mean for you? How can you use what you've heard today to help you find more joy in the relationships with your children when it comes to discipline? If you're a parent, to discipline your child not only benefits them and you, it also goes a long way to improving the relational climate of those around you. No one wants to be around bratty kids. No one wants to be around parents who ignore or can't handle their child's misbehavior. People probably won't say so, but all of us will be thankful for you when your kids act up and you step in to take control of them. So, Be the kind of parent we can all be thankful for.
To see this in action, one really helpful thing you can do is to watch episodes of the TV show Super Nanny. Yeah, Super Nanny. You can see past episodes on YouTube. It's really easy to find. And you'll get a lot of good ideas to help you understand what may be causing you to be weak when it comes to child discipline and how to get better at it. I'll have a link to that uh, show in the show notes. The thing I find interesting about that show is, is that in the beginning, it's really painful to watch because you see all the misbehavior of bratty, undisciplined kids. But this British nanny, the super nanny, just has a way of working with the parents and dealing with the kids. Because it's not the kid's problem, it's always the parent's problem. And she works with the parents to figure out why is it that they're so weak and unwilling to discipline their kids. It's, it's rather fascinating. And the kids end up loving her at the very end. It's, it's a really interesting show. Super Nanny. Well, here's the main takeaway that I hope you remember from today's episode. Be thankful for parents who discipline their children. Teaching children to obey teaches them they are not the center of the universe, which is a lesson one can never learn too early. It also makes it a lot easier to parent them when they're teenagers. It's a great gift to society when parents discipline their children well. And now the relationship question of the month that I'm asking. It's this. What is one relationship that you are especially thankful for this month? This month of Thanksgiving, November 2022. Just go to podinbox.com slash john to record your answer using your phone or computer. With your answer, please leave your name and where you're from. It's that simple. I'll need your response by 5 p.m. Central Time, uh, actually today, November 16th, 2022. Again, head over to podinbox.com slash john and leave a message for me. I'll pick several responses to air on our Thanksgiving episode. Who knows, it could be yours. And if it is, it'll surely look good on your resume. In closing, I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show. Enough to put into practice what you've just heard about disciplining kids. For when you do, it will help you experience the joy of relationships God desires for you. Because, after all, you know, you were made for this. Well, that's it for today. If there's someone in your life you think might like to hear what you've just heard, please forward this episode on to them. The link is johnsertalic.com slash 184. Or you can scroll down to the bottom of the show notes for this episode and click on one of the options in the yellow share this bar. And also, don't forget to spread a little relational sunshine around the people you meet this week. Spark some joy for them. And I'll see you again next time. Goodbye for now.